We've never been drinking in one of these before. I so know. That's a really fun and interesting uh, development that we've got going on. We're living for it, though. We're just living our best life. We're, We're just out here. Our best life, wow. you guys. Just like we did in 2006. What? Why do you say that, Tish? Because we're going to time travel, if you will. Ouch! Oh, wow. Let's be getting hit by something in the... We're time traveling back to 2006, <laughs> to a Friday night in 2006, and what we both were doing as individuals back then. So, welcome to Limited 2. I am the emo band that you saw at the Puka Shell, Sintisha Coates. And I am the uh, movie theater attendant that hates all of the teenagers coming in on a Friday night in 2006, Megan Flood. And thank you for tuning in to Limited 2. I love that little thing we have going on. I'll freaking say it. I think it's fun, cute, just like us. Fun and cute. That's actually my, that's all my Tinder says. It's just fun and cute. Fun and cute and ready to party. At one point on my Tinder, I put uh, that I'm wanting to have uh, children, get married and have children in eight weeks. I said that. I didn't get any matches. And Megan is still single. Still single. Uh, really looking to mingle. Uh it's hard to do during a pandemic. Um, mm, mm-hmm. I even told, actually, this is fine. I mean, if he's listening to this later on, that'd be funny. But, like, I uh, literally, I'll, I don't fucking care, uh, match with this guy on Hinge. And literally, before we started filming this, he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, me and my friend have started a podcast. Hasn't responded. Radio silence. Radio silence. So, I... Who knows if we're if we're still together? I'll update you guys on our Instagram, which you can find us at Limited to the Podcast. Go follow us for all of our updates. We'll post little snippets and stuff of our upcoming episodes. And our dating lives. We will keep you posted <laughs> on who we're kissing. <laughs> I hope to be kissing Zach Efron at some point. <gasps> Zach. Efron. Okay, so don't know when we're gonna post this. Maybe I'll cut it out of the cut. You know, depending no, on the leave time. Leave it in. Leave it in. Okay, yeah. Uh, leave it in. What happened this week was the Zac Efron um, new jaw and lips. Zac Efron. The jaw, I think I can get behind. It's the lips that I think are the most uh, jaw dropping. <laughs> no pun intended. No, actually, really pun intended. Did you hear that pause? Yeah, I was thinking about it. And I did it. You know, I, I, I obviously, like, if he came up to me on the street and was like, you want to fuck, I'd fuck him right on the street. Right in there. In front of everyone. Like, right there. All bets are off. John, lips and all, you know, whatever makes him happy. I know he's struggled with, like, body issues. Yeah. In the yeah. past. And he has and had a, uh, he broke his jaw or something. He did break his that, jaw. So, so that could have been the reason. And maybe his lips looked fucking weird. Yeah. So that's why he got the plastic, like, he got the fillers. Yeah, if he feels better, that's yeah. I feel better. If you know? he feels better, it's all I feel about better. how he feels. It's all about how Zach Efron feels. If Zach Efron wakes up feeling good, I feel fucking fantastic. I could fucking ride to the moon if I know if I know in my heart that Zach Efron woke up feeling good. I'm unstoppable. I I think I completely agree, and. I mean, period. That's a, it is, it is a period. A, I feel like that's the most white thing I've ever said. It is a period. It is a period. Is that how they say it? It is a period. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Welcome to Limited to the podcast where we talk about nostalgic things that we loved. We just chat about it. We have a good time. Uh, and we hope you have a good time too. Uh, like Tisha said, we are really diving into Friday night in 2006. I feel like. Up until this point, we've been chatting about specific, like, things, like movies or people. And we just want to talk about what life was like in 2006. Because I feel like kids, especially from what I see on TikTok, kids love nostalgia. Kids love seeing, like, 
what life was like before they were coherent humans. Mm -hmm. And we want to give that to you guys, to you all. I shouldn't say you guys. We want to give that to you all and tell you guys. <laughs> I'm saying you guys. <laughs> then she does it again. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> uh, we're, we just want to walk through that. And then anyone who was also living, breathing, large, same age as us or older during that time, um, tell us what you guys, you guys. Oh, no, it's going right. to be a trip. Please. Okay, so we're drinking as we film this. Please, every time Megan says you guys. <laughs> take a shot. Take a shot of That's something. That's funny. It's a, it's, a, it's a drinking game, you guys. Now I'm just going to say it so you guys get fucked up. Because that's where I'm at in my life. That's where we're at in our lives. This will be an interesting episode, too, because we are four or five years apart in age. I was born in 93. I don't even want to say when I was born. I just want to say when... 93. That's disgusting. Uh, Hey, you want to... 2001 is more disgusting, okay? That is true. Uh, At least I'm early 90s, okay? I know know people who were born in 2005, and I... bothers me i know i'm celebrating a sweet 16 this week so but we love maya oh we love maya and ethan so much my whole heart but i want to like suck their youth away from them secretly yeah Yeah. and i might do it i might pull a hansel and gretel and just fucking (laughs) do that shit pull hansel (laughs) that means you're gonna die in an oven that means they're gonna turn on you you know it would be Payback for their people because they are Jewish, so. Right. Oh, my God. Drinking. We're going to drink to that. Andy, I hope you get a kick out of that. He's our producer. Andy is Ethan and Maya's father and our producer. Yes. My pops, my beloved pops. He is our producer and editor. Does He works the magic behind the scenes. Yes. We love you, Andrew. We love Andy Cooper. We love the Coopers as a whole. What a family. What a family. They're my adopted family. family. And I wish I had known them in 2006. I'm sure it would be totally different. I'm sure the kids would be even wilder and crazier than they already are if they had my influence as a 16-year-old. And I was... 13 in 2000, 12. I was 12 in 2006. And I was 16. So I was full on in middle school. You were on high school. So this will be a really interesting episode, I think. And I'm real. I love that dynamic that we're about to pull. Just like what kind of worlds were we in, dude? Like, wow. I know. I, for me, I was in a, uh, yeah. What was like your general, vibe in 2006 if you can remember yeah 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 yeah. so uh i was in eighth grade eighth grade and the worst um, literally the worst like seventh grade i don't even fucking remember eighth were just fucking tragic well so i was in a best friend group of three girls so it was me and two other girls and what are their names can you name them yeah yeah absolutely lauren and ainsley um i still literally talk to ainsley today um, I talked to both of them very frequently. Lauren lived right across the street from me. Ainsley lived like three streets down. So um, we uh, we found each other in... Oh, me and Lauren became best friends when we were five. And Ainsley oh. hopped on board as our other BFF, A-E-A-E-A-E-A-E, or is it E-A-E-A-E-A? Who knows? Best friend E-A. for E-A ever and ever. Okay. Do you think... Wait, do you think... Does E-A-E-A-E-A mean anything to Gen Z? If you said BFF, E-A-E-A-E-A-E-A. I think so, but they might not be as like... They probably would think it's stupid. Well, they'd no, be like, they millennials use, are stupid. They abbreviate oh. in like hyphen everything. They do. And we fucking started that. And we literally started that. LOL. JK, my BFF, Jill. You're a slut. <laughs> no yeah so i uh i had two best friends in middle school in 2006 and that dynamic was the best and the worst because i had like two people who i could literally go cry to about a boy uh in the middle of the night and call on my um i didn't have any kind of razor cool razor phone but i had like the sprint off-brand version of it you know um 
But yeah, no, great dynamic and worse dynamic because I love them. And but we joke about this all. I can say this because we fucking like talk about this in our adult years of just like how so mean we were to each other. And it was always at any given moment, it was two against one. It was always just like in the, the 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 script could flip in like a matter of five minutes. Like I remember one time we were all at this park in my in my neighborhood, and we got into some sort of fight about music because that was the whole thing of like we had to make sure that like like we were the first to know a particular band of like I, I was like I knew Death Cab for Cutie before you guys did and they're like well I knew Under Oath before you guys did and like shit like that mm-hmm. so we got into some sort of fight we're at this park and there are three swings and all three of us are on the swings and none of us are talking to each other. We are just silently swinging. We are silently swinging and (laughs) texting about me and me and Lauren are texting about, we told Ainsley this, like this is not new, new knowledge for her, but we're like literally sitting there texting about her when she's literally right next to us, like T9 word texting y'all. This is like, y'all remember T9? T9 word baby. So that's, that was like the, but then like 10 minutes later, maybe they would be mad about at me about something. So they were texting shit about me mm. and that was our whole dynamic, but we loved it. And I love them. They're like literally mm-hmm. my lifelong best friends and we can joke about it today, which is why I can talk about it today. But that was my whole vibe and dynamic with my best friends growing up in middle school. Yes. And I was wearing Sophie shorts. I I was wearing Old Navy flip flops uh, <laughs> and some sort of band tee. You know, I had like the My Chemical Romance uh, uh, Black Parade. Uh, nice, nice. Art, art like on my tee. Yeah, band tees. <laughs> Got some fallout boy. Yeah, I was just trying to be just trying to be a fucking punk kid, dude. I just trying to do that shit, man. Meanwhile, I was actually a punk kid. Yeah, you were like an actual teenager. Give me, give me your life and your vibe in 2006. Because I love this. We have completely different stories. Completely different. In 2006, me, I had a posse of friends. Um, we decided that we were, we all turned 16 in 2006 so we were like this is our year like we are going to fucking live it up say yes to everything and like do the damn thing and most of us had jobs too so that was also a thing and this was like right when it was like you know Nelly Furtado like Promiscuous Girl like that whole album was like we love that and then also we were so like fucking punk like i remember sneaking out of the house with my best friends growing up shout out to emily and bridget the mahavlets baby girls <laughs> we snuck out of the house to go to a nine shots terror show which was like this hardcore band and this was like the first time i had seen a punk show and there were people like crowd surfing on fucking surfboards bro like i had literally like people on surfboards like crowd surfing and just beating the shit out of each other and i was like your first when you see your first mosh pit it is something you literally never Never forget never forget honestly and i had seen some before but this was like grown-ass people and like i was drinking like pbr with all of them (laughs) and i just remember feeling like so cool so it was like a mix of like all of these things that we just said we were going to say yes to everything in 2006 so we were like we're going to have the most fun we're going to do everything that we want to do and fucking live it up and we did i mean we truly did everything we wanted to do in 2006 hell yeah hell yeah it's one of my favorite years to this day like the summer of 2006 is okay oh okay wait wait so you bring up literally the summer of 2006 yes yes. and this brings me to 
me and my two best friends. Lauren, we're gonna everyone's gonna need to get familiar with all our best friends' names. Yeah, so. you guys are gonna have to sorry, we're naming you. Yeah, we're naming you. But you know, I was I was a part of this shit too, okay. They're amazing so, like, people. Amazing, wonderful people. We're still friends with and them. No one was harmed in the making of this film, no, right? No. So um so Lauren and Ainsley, Megan's best friends, uh Bridget and uh Emily and Todd and and Brittany we're gonna be dropping these names or Tish's best friends because I still talk to a lot of these people yeah yeah I love that too that we like uh, we're able to uh still stay in touch with these people and Mm -hmm. have still such strong connections I mean like Lauren has a sweet sweet baby now and like Ainsley is just living large and like we are just like all are different humans but we're all just like still so okay but summer of 2006 i swear to god okay so uh that summer was uh we went to the pool in my neighborhood every single day Mm -hmm. um it was kind of on the far end uh if anyone from houston is listening to this uh fairwood crew like literally anyone that lived in fairwood i fucking love you i don't i'm kidding there are a lot of assholes that live in fairwood but like like fairwood was like a dope neighborhood and me Lauren and Ainsley all lived in Fairwood. The far end of the neighborhood was the neighborhood pool. And we went there every day, summer of 2006. I mean, I mean, we woke up at when at nine in the morning and left when it closed at like dark, like stayed all day. Parents made sandwiches for us. They just literally let us walk over there and we fucking, we just hung out there. Packed a lunch for the pool. They did. We got, we fucking, we got up a lunch packed for the fucking pool. Um, I've never heard of that before. FYI. What? I've never heard of someone bringing a lunch to the pool. Oh, you also didn't grow up in Houston, Texas, where like, the pool was the only place to, to find be. solace. To be. <laughs> because it's so fucking hot. The pool was the place to be. It really, I mean, honestly, I didn't know. There were rarely people growing up that didn't have a pool in their backyard, whether above ground, underground. Like, everyone just had, a, you had to have a pool. I had a sprinkler. That might be a really privileged thing. To I say, had a sprinkler. So. Oh, nice. Oh, we had sprinklers, too. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. got to cool off, man. You got to cool off. You got to cool off. Climate change is real, you guys. Am I right? <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> you were at the pool eating sandwiches. So, What yeah. kind of sandwiches? Um, It depended on whose parents made us the... Oh, the parents made it for all of you? Well, so, usually the summer... You know, it's summertime. You're you're just fucking around. You're you have no responsibilities, obligations. Right. So Feel it just right depends on, on like whose house we spent the night at that night because it would just toggle between the three of us. Um, I think Ainsley's mom would make us like little turkey sandwiches on white bread. And Ains, I have to say, Ainsley, I'm just loving all my friends right now. So I hope they're listening to this too. Um, Ainsley is Scottish, and her family, uh, her parents. Uh, talking a scottish dialect and her mom talks up here and she's like hi megan how you doing oh it's so nice to see oh my you. god i didn't know that she's so like she just talks like this she's like how's brinkley oh how's your mom and dad like just literally the kindest kindest human there ever oh my has god ever i didn't know she had a little so accent. oh yeah so ainsley has an a- accent when she talks to anyone in her family and she can just go straight into it and talk like this she's like like when she's on the phone she's like oh sorry my mom's calling bitch Oh, how's mom? How's it going? Oh, yeah, no. I, I, she says I and shit. Like, it's amazing. So, anyway, so her mom would pack I us. I really didn't know that. Yeah, yes. it's so sweet. Um, Her mom would pack us maybe like a turkey sandwich. My mom would maybe make a PB&J. Lauren's mom. Uh, was it moldy? <laughs> okay, if you watched our last episode or listened to our last episode, I talked about how in the uh don't look under the bed movie decom there was the moldy pb and j sandwich under the bed that is one of my movie foods because i'm a fucking disgusting human uh it wasn't moldy thank god uh, i might if i regularly ate moldy sandwiches i think i might die um i should try it though i was gonna say i have some molds <laughs> right over here my booger just flew out of my nose did it get on me i don't know i don't think so i think it flew like down we're so hot. Anyway, so we went to the pool, right? Every day. There was a lifeguard there. I'm going to call him. Uh, I don't want to call him out because I don't know him anymore. And I know his name, but, you know, I don't know if he's comfortable with this. Um, 
We'll call him uh, Jimmy. We'll call him Jimmy. We'll call him Jimmy. So Jimmy was a lifeguard. He was 16, okay? And we were like 12. He had some tattoos. Uh, he was like hardcore at 16. Hard. I know. I. That's why we were like, <gasps> we were obsessed with I him. mean, some tattoos. He didn't have like a lot. Any yeah. at 16 I, is oh, shocking. <laughs> Even in 2021, if I met a 60 year old with some tattoos, I'd say, bitch. I mean, he, he was a bad boy. Bad boy. He's a bad boy. <laughs> He's a bad I, boy. I want to be bad. <laughs> Will afford anybody? You made bad is so good. I'm losing on my cool. <laughs> you carry on. that. Thank you so much. Well, uh, I'm Struggle Queen if you need backup vocals. With three E's. Continue. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. We love it. We love it. So Jimmy, uh, 16 year old, a few tattoos, hardcore, like the most emo boy you could ever pop, like hot abbed emo boy, like oh, the ultimate. There's nothing. There's nothing. If you were alive I in 2006, right jealous for this, for this simple reason, I just need to keep you in mind as something larger than life. She spilled wine on my sock. I did. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I hate <laughs> less. A little splash. I'm so sorry. It's fine. I'm just so uncomfortable. I... So what? Did okay. you guys like do a... something to him? What did you do? No. I. Oh God. I should I be telling the story? I don't know. Yes. It's already out. It's already bro. out. We want to know. Um, I don't know this story. So okay. I'm it's because it, there really was not a lot of harm done. There was really no harm done. I'm just maybe making myself feel better. Okay. So. Jimmy, hot ab emo <laughs> guy, 16 year old with some tattoos. Every day at the, we literally went to the pool every day because he was there. Like that was our main reason. And um, we were all just so obsessed with him. So at one point, I don't remember who of us it was, but someone told him like, hey, uh, I love you. <laughs> Like, I I want to be your girlfriend. I would die for you. That's, That's what we used to always. We would just sing, like, <laughs> weird, fake emo songs, and that was one of them. Like, I would die for you. For you. Wait, that's literally... Till the day I die. No, that's I'll spill my heart for. I now. know, but I, it's like the it's where I carried it into calling myself out because mm -hmm. I I went into a day to remember. That's not a day to remember. It's a uh, similar. What's their name? I'm not going to tell you. Carry on with your story. I need to know until the day I die by a story to remember a story so far. The story so far. There you go. It's the story so far. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Anyway, we went to the pool every day because of Jimmy. And at one point, one of the two of them, don't remember who it was, told them that uh, they loved him. <laughs> and he said, I don't love you back because you're 12. <laughs> so. I mean, thank which is, God I mean, he did. Right. I mean, like, it's it's only, it's it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing but to do. But it tore all three, because we were all very equally obsessed with him, tore us to fucking shreds because we're like, we're not children. We're older than we look, Okay. And so what we did was, uh, before this was a term, we catfished him. Uh, and it wasn't even like an intentional, like, we want to fuck with him. It was kind of like a, uh, we want to him. We to, want him to love us. We want him to love us. We'll do whatever, whatever it takes. So we built a MySpace page. I know I can catfish him. <laughs> Like, seriously, Catfish wasn't even, like... that. No, it wasn't a thing. That wasn't even until, like, the late, like, it was, it was like 2010 or 11 or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, we built a MySpace profile. We picked a random emo girl's picture off of Google. And we called her Brittany. Because hey, of, hey, Brittany! Why are you messing with me? It goes, it's on brand, bro. 
And um, we straight up like just pretended to be this girl, Brittany. And uh, he liked her. He liked her a lot. And he told her like, I like you and I want you to be my girlfriend. And then we were like, psych, it's us. Did he die? <laughs> no. What happened to him? He was very mad. Told us to fuck off. Rightfully so. Because Rightfully so. we were little shits. And uh, and then he never talked to us ever again. And I don't think he should have. Because that's really shitty on our parts. And, you know, whatever. The OG catfish. It's, again, it's not like anyone was like... I don't think he was like severely harmed by us doing that. And that it, you and know it, of. I mean, honestly, that I know of. But, I mean, we did not go super far into it. It last. It was literally like a week and he was like I like you I want you to be my girlfriend you know like it wasn't like an in-depth like mm. we're telling each other all our deep dark secrets but that's how internet relationships were I had like five internet boyfriends at one time tell me about it no. she said no <laughs> I'm like, not comfortable <laughs> like should I be telling that story is that like yes, no it's funny it's so good it's just stupid kid shit you yeah. know and oh yeah I get it I get I it I think he's fine I've, I've seen him on Facebook I think he's fine fingers crossed Jimmy, are you okay? Jimmy. Jimmy, are you okay? Jimmy, are you okay? Are you okay, Jimmy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I'm aware. I feel like you pulled a me, like, literally, like, in that moment. What are these dance I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. I didn't. Did I catfish anyone? <laughs> like, recollect my One thoughts. of the five guys. What? Oh, I, I mean, when AIM, AOL was the thing, of course, I was catfishing. I was like 10 years old. Like, yeah, I'm a vivacious 20-year-old. Like, <laughs> of course I wasn't. ASL? I ASL. feel like Gen-, oh. Gen Z does not know what ASL means. Gen Z that knows is- nothing about A. S L, all honey. I, I was in, up in all in the fucking cha- all the chat rooms. All dude. of the chat rooms. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. I had so many. I fucked. I, <laughs> I I hope I didn't fuck nobody up because I know I was definitely out here claiming to be another bitch. Yeah. I, I thought I told people I was her, Aaliyah. <laughs> yes. At one point, like I could have definitely won the circle if the circle was a thing in 2000. <laughs> Dude, like, what if we both applied for the circle and we both got in and didn't like tell each other? Didn't tell each other until we like like, popped up and it was just like, like, she talks like Megan. (laughs) We both were catfishes. (laughs) I'd be like, she talks a lot like my friend Megan. Something that I type nowadays is when I say thank you, instead of saying thank you, I say thank you. And I would put that in my catfish thing and you'd be like, that's fucking Megan. I'd be like, that's that. Bitch. And it's like a bunch of E's on the end. Thank you. Because I'm annoying as fuck. And I don't give a shit. I like to brief things lately. That's been a brief, a brief. Oh. So that would be my thing. I'd just be like, I L Y S M. L O L. L M A O. C T F U. C T F U? Cracking the fuck up. I've never heard that. I love that. They're not black. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? 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 Plot twist, you guys. Limited to plot twist. She ain't black. I'm Irish, though. She's Irish. She's Irish. I am an Irish person. And, you know. I come from the little land of Ireland. I'm not from Glasgow, because that's Scottish, I think. I don't know geography very well. <laughs> Glasgow's in... That's Scotland. Glasgow. See. Okay. So, in 2006, I... Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were... The summer of 2006, we went to every tribe like indian i'm from cleveland ohio so there was a time where you could collect a pepsi can and it would make a baseball ticket seven dollars 
It was seven dollars. So we would collect Pepsi cans because Emily worked at the grocery store. So we would literally buy cases of Pepsi so we could go to the bleachers and get wasted at baseball <laughs> games. How did you get wasted at a public baseball game? Oh, we would drink before. Oh, sure. Or we would ask. Do you thing- have a fake ID? So we tried, we tried to get a fake ID. We sent, we found a website, we sent money to China, <laughs> never saw the IDs. <laughs> never saw the IDs. Emily, I don't know if you remember this. Also, Rachel was a part of that as well. And we sent $200, which I mean, even now I'm like, fuck. But back then that was so so much money and we sent them $200 a piece for these fucking IDs and took like original selfies before selfies was a thing sent them the pictures like the backwards uh like like digital camera yeah like on the razor like yeah the click sent them a picture of all of us with the two like $600 and to China oh my god and never saw them and we were devastated oh my God. like what a bunch of dumb assholes <laughs> that we literally were like yeah this is gonna work this is gonna work so that was a huge letdown so no we did not have fake ideas Heard. yeah because um, yeah yeah but we had no qualms asking adults for alcohol like we really would go up to anyone and be like will you buy us alcohol and I think sometimes they were so like, it was a simpler time. And I think they were like amused by our gumption and like just how we were like, <laughs> we had no qualms with yeah. doing it. And they, I think they were like impressed or amused by it. So 90% of the time they were like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> or we would just take it. We would just straight up steal it from CVS. <laughs> period i mean our friend claire she had a huge death cab for cutie tote bag and she that she was the designated alcohol she would take handles of kumchaka we used to call it coming at you because it come at you that vodka cheap ass vodka she'd steal handles and we would just get destroyed and emily and rachel lived on the <laughs> same street where we're from we they were ugh. where we're from lake erie is right there and emily and rachel lived right there and they had a they were a part of a beach club because they lived on the water uh-huh uh-huh so we would go to the beach every day and just i love that your beach was my pool yes that's it, it. was that's it but gotta the, find the water baby but the lake was disgusting. Really? Lake Erie? I've literally... I've only seen Lake Michigan. I'm... She gave me this look like she wanted to fucking kill me. I mean, because I'm just picturing the diapers and the tampons. And Stop. Like, You're kidding. I thought oh, Galveston was disgusting. Gnarly, bro. Like, I would never get in it. <gasps> That's so unfortunate. I had no idea. I had- oh, it was gnarly. We just went because it was so many of us. It really was, like, about... 10 to 20 of us at any given time in the squad. Yeah. Because it was like people dating our friends and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it, it was just a, a massive group of us. So any that was the only place where all of us could be other than the coffee house. Sure. We were also... The coffee house. That's so interesting. So Rachel's father owns Lakeshore Coffee House in our hometown and... Most of us worked there at some point, and we hung out there all the time. Okay. Because that was the only place where we could go, and they had games, and, you know, we could play our music. I love that. Wendy's was literally across the street, so we would go to Wendy's all the time. and Get a little frosty. Get a little frosty. Like, that was our 2006 was basically just living at the coffee house and the beach nice. and Indians games. I love that. I love that. Yeah. There's just something about the year, like t- the year 2006 that like 
I feel like just resonates so hard with people in our age group of just like mm-hmm. everyone knows like there's just something about that year. That year, I know. That just hits. It really because does. Because that music is so good. Like you said, like Nelly Furtado. That's when Crazy came out. By yeah, Narls Barkley. Narls Barkley, which I didn't realize he was going by Narls Barkley when he produced that. Mm-hmm. That, I was like, who the fuck is yeah, Narls CeeLo. Barkley, CeeLo Green. Um, <laughs> what else? We were also looking up. This new booty? Bring it to the bring it together bring, bring it, it back, back to me, me. <laughs> get it right get, get it right, right get, get it tight. tight oh we don't have copyrights we probably should do that oh you're right but you know what so the two of us if you don't know us in real life um and we just hopped on board two of us uh really uh bonded i think when we met each other over our love for emo pop punk music from back in the day and so we before like hopping on here uh decided to look up what albums of the emo pop punk genre came out in the year 2006 and y'all there are some fucking bangers dude we've got mm. dusk and summer by dashboard confessional we've got here's what Hughes we aim for um hawthorne heights hawthorne heights the Sanctuary album um <coughs> freaking say anything say anything Welcome to Black Parade, dude. That show, I mean, she Black- literally had fucking goosebumps, like because it that year was so fucking pivotal. I for mean, for me, punk. Black Parade, okay, the early November and Louder Now. Oh my God, Louder Now came out that year too. Louder Now, I will. Ne- I mean, I remember driving around, blasting mm-hmm. that song with yes. the windows down. I literally have goosebumps just thinking about it like literally yes. being so fucking happy yeah it's just like oh my god i think i'm almost so Ugh. tisha got that up for me on vinyl for my birthday i'm a great friend or for christmas for it some some event for an event uh <laughs> it's fair enough <laughs> i think i almost cried honestly it was very like yeah you did it and i was upset well, I, I almost did. I, go I don't for like tears. to show emotion around people that often, you know. I go for it's tears. Like a, like, like, I go for tears. When I'm giving gifts, I want you to fucking cry. All right. Well, I'll let it out next time, I guess. You Damn. better ball. Shit. You better ball. <laughs> okay. So, what is. Sorry, we got off track. <laughs> a typical Friday night sleepover Ooh. in 2006. Typical Friday. Give so, us like a Friday night. Well, so for, so we would uh, all meet at Lauren's house. Me, Lauren and Ainsley would meet at Lauren's house. Uh, Lauren lived directly across the street from me. Ainsley lived two streets over. We'd all meet at her house. Her mom was uh, a little more lenient with like letting us do just a bunch of random shit, get into some trouble. She didn't really give a fuck. She gave a fuck, but she didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Um, we go to Lauren's and we'd sit on MySpace for about like two hours. I guess catfishing people. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Um, no, yeah, we'd, we'd sit on MySpace for a couple of hours and then we'd be like, we want to go to uh, Blockbuster uh, was our main thing because there was a Blockbuster about a mile and a half away from where we lived um and anybody else just get hit with that nostalgia when she said blockbuster i mean that was like honestly it was either go to blockbuster or go walk through the woods near our (laughs) our um Mm. uh neighborhood which is terrifying there was like an old burned down uh the the woods next to our neighborhood there's an old burned down um tree house right at the beginning of the trail and it was always like everyone said there was like some sort of haunted story that went along with it but like some creepy shit I think happened in the in those those like woods. Like Blair Witch shit? Um, maybe not on that level because I lived in like suburban white Texas neighborhoods of Houston, but okay. like, uh, and the woods weren't like that expansive to be like Blair Witchy vibes. But I think some creeps definitely hung out on that trail, mm-hmm. and we would always want to go like at night because we loved horror movies. Like that was like our main thing. Like when we would go to Blockbuster, we would order. Uh, however many scary movies we could and just freak freak ourselves out so we loved like the thrill of horror uh so we would either go into the woods or if we really were like told by our because again white people um (laughs) that's gonna be like the whole theme of like (laughs) or we would go to blockbuster and get movies that would thrill us instead of actually putting ourselves in danger 
Um, my mom also might not know that we regularly went to the woods until she listens to this. So that's a fun thing. Fun fact, fun fact for her to find out. Susan. Sorry, Susan. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry, Susan. Actually, one time the two of them went to the woods without me because I didn't want to hang out and they were mad that I didn't want to hang out with them. So despite me, they called me on their, cause I was like, just call me when you guys come back. Cause I just don't, I was like, I'm scared. I don't want to go. I don't wanna go. So I was like, call me when you guys are coming back. We'll watch a movie. We'll hang out, whatever. They called me on their way back running and screaming saying like, help us, help us. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, they were like, there's a guy who's chasing us through the woods. Blah, blah, blah. They like made up this whole story that this guy, I remember, the, I don't remember the story, but apparently it's some guy was chasing them through the woods and into the neighborhood. And I was like, oh my God, call the cops. Where are you? And they were like, we're running down the street right now. They held on to the story the entire night. They were like, they were like completely like making me believe that they almost got like kidnapped or some shit. Like, I'm telling you, like, our friendship was fucked up. <laughs> so toxic, but, like, I, I was love say, them. we love a toxic friendship. We do, but it's, like, I love them. Like, I love them. They're, like, my best friends. Like, like you just can't let go of the people you grew up with sometimes. And I love, I, I really love them to death. Um, They've but, grown out of death since then. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are all very, like... Uh, straightforward functioning adults like like Lauren is at a, a mom Lauren's a mom you know it's like we're just like we are very all uh, grown out of being stupid 13 year old kids anyway so um, we go to Blockbuster most of the time and sometimes our parents wouldn't want to drive us so we would walk the mile and a half to get there and we'd go through like three different neighborhoods to get there and we pick out some scary movies and uh yeah and um i think the best part about going to blockbuster was like you knew excuse me burped <laughs> um you knew that on a friday night <laughs> i've tried to do a side eye for the camera <laughs> <laughs> You knew that on a Friday night, there was probably bound to be someone you knew from school at Blockbuster. Yeah. So we made sure to, like, look really fucking cute. We straightened our hair. Again, we put on our Sophie shorts and our Old Navy flip-flops. Um, oh, my God. We put on our... Seventh grade. Man, it, just the best of times and the absolute fucking worst of times, per the stories that I've already told. Um... Yeah, we go to Blockbuster, we play the hopscotch that they had in the kids section, and um, <laughs> we pick out a couple scary movies and go terrify ourselves. I think the biggest one was uh, um, The Ring. Really fucked us up. I love it. I, I love, love The Ring. Ring. But we watched that, uh, we saw it in theaters, I think, but... Um, yeah, watching it in your room alone in the dark is something different than a movie theater, you know? Oh, yeah. I have a funny... There was one time... Okay, so <laughs> this was 4th of July, 2006, and we all slept... We spent the day at the skate park getting absolutely wasted. <laughs> just the whole neighborhood, just all the skater kids, we all got shit-faced at the skate park, and then... Another frequent hangout was pharmacies. We would hang out in the CBS drive through parking lots and drink. And also, Emily lived behind a Walgreens parking lot, and we would hang out behind Walgreens. That is something I hours, 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 hours. We would literally say behind Walgreens all night. So we were drinking in the CVS pharmacy, the drive-thru, and Emily lived right over there. She said, oh, my parents said we could all sleep over. So we all slept over Emily's house. We got some snacks at CVS, and I really wanted SpaghettiOs. And I did not have any money for the SpaghettiOs, so I proceeded to damage the cans by throwing them on the floor get them for free and um we stole more alcohol from said cps <laughs> as well 
they probably hated, truly hated us with every fiber of their beings. Yeah. And we went back to Emily's house, heating up the Oreos at, or not the, I also got Oreos. Um, and uh, I was laughing at the messages, the SpaghettiOs were leaving me. Like I was. I'm like, dead at the And visual. I still have pictures. We should show the visual Ooh, of that night. Yeah. We were geeking out at these pictures and maybe Brittany, we'll put them as like the promos on our Instagram and then put them in the video. Yeah, I'll find a finished yeah. video. But and Brittany um was she thought the toaster was trying to kill her. So she ran outside and had our belts on <laughs> the tree and we were waste I mean wasted. Teenagers just out of control, laughing at the spaghettios, thinking the toaster was trying to kill us. Brittany got shot in the leg with a firecracker. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. And then we fell asleep. We decided drunkenly to fall asleep to the rink. Okay. Oh my god. Brittany, oh my god. I, I, we're all sleeping, and Brittany wakes up in the middle of the night and just goes like this. She's like, hey, 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 like an auctioner. <laughs> and Rachel proceeded to hit her in the fucking face. She was so scared. She was just like, oh! She fucking punched her. She just hit her and she went back to oh, sleep. Oh, no. And she went back to sleep. Oh, no. And that was just like a typical Friday experience in 2006. That was just a, a regular weekend for us. Never look back. So when you were doing that, I was in seventh grade probably, and uh, I did get drunk once in seventh grade, which if anyone needs to know anything about me, (laughs) when I was growing up, I followed the rules, y'all. Like, I literally never snuck out of the house. I was so straight. Like, I was boring as shit. And I was like, yeah, I was a fucking loser. It's fine. (laughs) But uh, when... Like, so me getting drunk in seventh grade was, like, big. A thing. But it was, like, accidental because the f- I was I was at Lauren's uh, family friend's house. And um, we were watching the Zoe 101 finale. I remember <sighs> that was, like, a big thing that night when Chase didn't get to tell Zoe that he loved her because the phone fell into the pond or the pool or whatever. Um but the person that was making like drinks for all the parents were like, girls, do you, it was me, Lauren and, An- and Ansley where she was like, girls, do you want like a, uh, pina colada? And we were yes. like, yes. And she's like, I'm take the alcohol out of it, but I'll make you guys a pina colada. But she was so drunk already. So she, for- she put the alcohol in it and, uh, didn't, didn't think twice. So we're like literally like 13 years old, having never had any sip of alcohol in our life. And, uh, we had about like i'd swear say like three of them like we literally were just like we got fucked up and we didn't know it like we were just like we were like let's go out to the backyard and like go on the swings (laughs) like we were just like we thought that was the most exciting thing we could ever do we went on the swings on the whole like swing set and we were just like like this is like the most fun i've ever had with you guys just completely fucking wasted again my mother might not know about that story until this moment you guys are really gonna find out a lot about me as a young child uh through this but that might have been honestly that might have been the year 2006 yeah Mm -hmm. it was a time it was a a simpler time it was so fun really just saying yes to everything yeah Yeah. and just living i i i had the best the best time we really we were so down for each other my group of friends like you know we we fought hard like we also were extremely toxic like we always were like i've got to talk to you it was always so dramatic it was like someone's mad at someone and we always had these fucking talks like we always had to talk about it it was so (laughs) annoying I feel like that's uh, just like teenage years you know it's like you go through shit and you fuck up and your friends get mad at you and you get friends mad at your friends and it's just like that's just 
That's just being a fucking teenager. Yeah. And you're yeah. not going to be friends with all of them forever. No. Like, I know it's rare for me. Like, I am still you're, best friends yeah. with, like, a handful of the people I grew up with. And I know I'm lucky because I... There are a lot of people who don't even talk to the people that they grew up with. And I'm so grateful that we still are able to, you know, talk about 2006 and still, you know, be in each other's lives. Totally. Wow. Wow. What what a trip. And you didn't even take any drugs. (laughs) Me? No. No, no, no. I mean them. Oh. (laughs) She might have. I mean, I don't know what's I up didn't, with her. I took a lot of drugs growing up. And <laughs> you probably feel like you took drugs after listening to that, but you're welcome. Yeah. Um, I really hope that... Uh, tell us what your year of 2006 looked like. Please tell us what you were doing like, in 2006. Send us like pictures. pictures of your emo kid days like yeah because i feel like even if you weren't an emo kid you looked like an emo kid you know emo or like thug you know you were trying to be yeah. like you know yeah. nelly furtado or cassie me and you or like omarion like we want to see all of it please tag us Ta- yeah post it we love we truly love to see it and i'm we'll looking for it totally reshare all of your shit oh, yeah. like we oh yeah are all here for any kind of nostalgic feels. That's obviously why we started this podcast. And we love to talk about things that we love. <laughs> I know. From the past. Because it's just simpler times. And, you know, it was just so much amazing content that's defined us. And I feel like time moves so fast. So yeah. quickly. And, you know, it's always like on to the next, on to the next. So we're like, hey, let's just take a second and reflect on how fucking amazing yeah. the 90s and 2000s were. Well, it's also because, like, this, the, where the time period we grew up in is very popular with kids nowadays. I know. I feel like pop punk as a music genre is, like, making its way back into, like, the youth's and even the um, style the of clothes. Style. Oh fucking my Janko God. jeans and shit. Like, I don't think they're Butterfly going... clips. That's like, Ugh. that's what we did that shit, that's dude. We, we originated and that we shit. And we replenished things that our parents did when they were kids. It's like, it's all a freaking cycle. And we want to live through it with people who lived through it with us and also who want to feel what we felt through exactly. like fashion and music and shit like that. Yeah. And we love y'all. We love you guys. And we hope that you're feeling us as much as we're feeling this. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Limited to the podcast. I am Sentisha Coates. I am Megan Flood. And we will see y'all very soon. Peace out. Promiscuous girl. We're stopping the show. Me and you now. I'm going in. I think I want to make a move now. Baby, turn it in like.